And welcome to Zero Two Sixty on the Believe Network. I'm your host, Matt McChesney. As always, we are rolling live here on YouTube. Uh, 10 a.m. We are rolling. Uh, <clears throat> my co-host, Bree Mace, this is off today uh, as we prepare for the holiday weekend. This will be our last show of the week. Uh, maybe. We might do tomorrow. Might not. Not really sure yet. I'll be on Coach JB's show tomorrow morning. Uh, we're going to make this a pretty interactive show today. I want you guys to definitely ask some questions about the Buffs, about the Broncos, about anything really. We'll take the next 25, 30 minutes uh, to talk shop, have some comments, have some conversation, uh, all that kind of shit. There's a lot of tough guys on Twitter. and You guys could definitely come on the comment section and we can have a conversation uh, with y'all too, all you anonymous, really, really tough Twitter muscle guys who seem to think that you can question my loyalty and the way that I operate with my alma mater and the place that I believe you fucking fanboys. So we're going to roll here today on zero to 60. It's going to be uh, either the best show or the last show uh, and uh, gobble gobble to all you turkeys out there as it is uh, Thanksgiving week and the holiday season is off and rolling. The NFL is in full swing. The NBA is in full swing and everything starts at bet online. Uh, Bet online is the number one destination for all your wagering needs, all of your news, all of your notes. Everything you need to know is right there at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. Uh, make sure you go to Bet Online and use the uh, promo code Bleav. That's B L E A V for fifty percent match on your first uh, on your first deposit. So if you put a hundred bucks in, they'll match at fifty percent. That's pretty big time. Like I said, Bet Online is where the game starts. It is the title sponsor for Zero to Sixty here uh, on the Believe Network, and we roll. I am Matt McChesney. Like I said, uh, my co-host Bree Maces is off this morning, but make sure you follow her at Bree Maces three hundred three on Twitter and Instagram and all the other platforms, and follow your boy here at Six Zero Academy, and then follow the show at Zero to Sixty Pod. And make sure you follow at Six Zero Equipment as well. All right. So <clears throat> let's go here. Make sure you like the stream. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Uh, we are rolling today. Uh, and we're going to be answering as many questions as we can. And they are pouring in. So we look, we really appreciate all the support here on the show and the hate. I don't really give a shit if you don't like me. I don't know you. And I don't give a fuck if you like me or not. It absolutely has zero uh, bearing on my life and how I live it. Although I do find it incredibly uh, interesting when people get really tough on social media and on the internet. I think it's super funny. Um, <laughs> I probably signed an autograph for you at some point and like I fucked it up and you got all mad or some shit. I don't know why you're so angry, bro. Try jerking off a little bit more and relieve some of that tension. <clears throat> God knows you don't have a girlfriend. So let's talk here. Let's talk. Um, <clears throat> Here's a good one. Realistically, what lineman can you think of that we can target in the transfer portal to come to see you next year? Okay. Now, look. I don't know if guys are going to go in the transfer portal or not. The transfer portal opens in about 10 days, 12 days, something like that. I know there's a lot of guys that are in my program at Six Zero Academy that are going to go to the transfer portal and have earned that right through graduation or the coaches left or whatever. There's guys that aren't. Um, there are a lot of good players out there that I don't work with that are also going to be in the portal. 
look, this is a huge evaluation process. It is kind of crippling high school recruiting to a point. There's two signing days. The February signing day, I think that there will be a light, uh, a lot of like turnover there. If you're not signing in December and, and like early enrolling, like Gage Ginther is at Tennessee, uh, you know, then the second signing day is a good thing. It gives high school kids more opportunity. The transfer portal window here, it's going to open. And if you're a grad transfer offensive lineman with a year of eligibility left, or you've played a ton of games uh, and you want to go into the transfer portal, like I'm going to use guys that were in last year's situation, Casey Roddick, Drake Nugent, Bear Miller. Uh, Bear transferred from Stanford to Cal. He was the Pac-12 offensive lineman of the week last week. Balling out. Future pro. Uh, Dungeon family. Drake Nugent transferred from Stanford to Michigan. He's starting center for Michigan. They got a huge game this weekend with with Ohio State. He's from Highland Ranch High School. Arguably, he should have been the starting center in Boulder. This is what I'm saying. Like, Bear should have been in Boulder. Drake should have been in Boulder. Uh, Raylan Nelson went to Fresno State. He's a great player. I don't know if he's going to go in the portal or not. He should be in Boulder. Trey Zoon from Foster Ridge. He's the left tackle at Texas A&M, Dodger family. I don't know if he's going to leave with Jimbo Fisher getting fired or not and all the turnover down there. But, I mean, come on. He should be the starting left tackle in Boulder. Uh, we shouldn't be trying to rely on a freshman. Um, you know, when you, Casey Roddick shouldn't have left Boulder. He's starting that at guard for Florida state, a team that's probably going to make the playoff. Although Jordan Travis got fucked up the other day. That was so nasty. I feel so bad for that kid. So look, I'm not trying to talk shit. I'm not being spicy on, on social media and the block button is my favorite thing in the world. So if you want to come at me on, so on social media, I'll just block your ass. Oh, I'm not going to really engage with a lot of the comments on social media. I think it's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed in being dead last running the football, dead last protecting the pass run, dead last in defense. So if I, my opinion offends you because we're dead fucking last and I think we can be better then I guess I'm on the outside looking in and feelings are more important than football. And, you know, God forbid, if I say anything that offends you because you're a coach prime jock writer. And instead of just being a fan of the University of Colorado, understanding that everybody has to do better right now, it's they that team the other night looked like the team last year. I think that there's a massive difference this year and last year's team to this year's team. But I also think that that's because of maybe five guys. Shiloh, Shador, Travis Hunter. I think Wood has been excellent. Uh, you know, and there's a couple other guys that have been good every now and then, but it, you know, the receive horn and, and weaver have been good, but again, you know, the, the receiving core is not really the problem. It, uh, you know, I find this, I find the fact that there's so many people that are like apologetic to this and think that like, you know, we'll go into the talent Chandler thing here. You know, it sucks that we lost Chandler. Yeah, it does. That sucks. It's bad. He's from Missouri. He wanted to play there. They didn't offer him. They came around late. And it was really, really, really easy to flip him. Why was it really easy to flip him? Because he wants to go to the NFL. Regardless of how much he loves Coach OB and loves the university and loves Coach Prime, this is a business. And he can't him and his father and that their team and even myself being in the program i can't 
sit here and try to talk him out of it because I like CU. That's not the way this works. That's not the way football works, idiots. I'm accountable to my client and my guy, Talon. If he doesn't want to go there anymore, I'm going to I'm going to talk to him about it, but it's not my job to persuade him. I don't work for Colorado. I work for him. I'm I own 60 Football Academy, you fucking dummies. So my job is to make sure TC is the, is has his best fit and his dream school is Missouri. And what am I going to do? Tell him not to go there? My dream school is Colorado. I, that's the only place I ever wanted to play. I understand how the kid feels. He wants to stay home. And he can justify it because we're dead last running the football and we're dead last protecting the passer. And they're probably going to have turnover in the offensive line room, which means the coach he committed to is not going to be there. I'm trying to be as calm as possible with everybody here today and not raise my voice while I'm you know, listening to people question my loyalty. You're questioning my motherfucking loyalty to the University of Colorado? Obviously, you don't know shit about me or how we operate, and you're just a fucking chirping fanboy. And that's cool, man. We need you. You buy tickets, too. But when you see me, you're not going to say anything to me. You won't say anything to my face. You won't say anything ever. You're going to hide behind a fake profile and talk that shit. And that's cool. That's cool. But understand that and, you know, the inability for people to separate the fact that I run a business and I place players everywhere and I'm not just going to, I'm going to send the email to Colorado first, but if they aren't interested or don't respond, what am I going to sit around and cry in my fucking Cheerios because they don't want to recruit the kid? No, I'm going to send them somewhere else. I say constantly, you either recruit or you play this group. They don't watch. There's not a whole lot of guys that, that roll in this place that are watching. So I want to help Colorado. It's number one priority. Make sure they get the information first. If they don't think the kid can play or don't have a spot for them or have their own people on deck, I respect that. Obviously, they brought in guys last year that have helped them win three more games than they did last year. And I, I really think that they are on the upward swing. I was the first one out here defending them when they hired Coach Prime. I was on the advisory committee thing that helped this facilitate. I was talking with Rodney his and all of his guys weeks before this happened. The things that I know and the fact that you idiots actually think that, like, I don't is ridiculous. And you can talk shit in the comments. You can you – can, you can support in the comments. It's all good, man. What everybody thinks doesn't dictate how I operate. It doesn't dictate how we got down at 5 a.m. this morning. It doesn't dictate the next the next era of player in here that I'm going to keep presenting. From Reese Russell to my son, Nicholas McChesney, to Davis Moon, to Deacon Schmidt, to John Patterson, to, you know, all these young Brett Cool J, who's back from IMG this morning, grinding in here, a four, gonna be a five-star lineman with 15 offers that is from Denver. But Colorado's not really recruiting him very hard. He does play next to Jordan Seaton, who they want and love, but they're not recruiting Breck very hard. I figured that would go hand in hand. You can only bitch about the resource not working if you use it. So, you know, it, it's it, this entire situation that people find themselves in trying to question my loyalty and shit like how are you confused 
How are you confused? Do you not see the stats? Do you not watch the tape? Are you this fanboyed out that you can't separate? Are you serious? Like, are you, are you, did all of you people forget the last 20 fucking years and the fact that I'm 42 years old and I held the last bowl game winning trophy at that university? Have you forgotten that it's the pride and tradition of the Colorado Buffaloes will not be entrusted to the timber of the week? And you people sound weak as fuck to me. This apologetic horseshit is why we're in the position we're in. You've got, you know, a, a player on the team who's played at Kentucky and, and smoked Cavassier, Cavassier smoked, whatever, whatever. Hell of a player that didn't play this year who said, who's came out to say they're playing selfish football. That's coming from the player. I don't know if I agree with that necessarily. I think you use the the weapons that you have, but do I think that the scheme should be different and they should run the ball to support their pocket-passing professional quarterback who's a first-rounder? Boy, that sounds like hate. So, again, like, if you want me to take you seriously as one of these fucking chirping fanboys out here, you got to come with facts, homie. You can't come at me like... I, I love it when people come at me like you're you call me a clown or some shit like that offends me dog. I, I don't, you could, you could dog cuss me all motherfucking day. I don't care what you say to me. <laughs> I'm just a flying fuck, dude. I love that shit. The more you chirp, the more fucking turned on I get. I can't help it. I like it. Keep talking that shit, baby. What else do I look like? What else don't I know? Fanboy, you're, you live in your mother's basement. You're super pissed off about, the fact that you're a fucking fan. So, look, I think that the University of Colorado is in a monumentally better place than they have been. I also think that we're in a bad place at the moment. And we've got people, de kids decommitting that have been committed for a long time. The writing's on the wall. I'm not, I'm just the only one that's not afraid of being blackballed because I, I'm not going anywhere, man. Even when Coach Prime and this generation cycles out, which will happen one day, I'll still be here to help the next one. And if if people want to hold the grudges and agendas, that's that's fine. I don't care. I don't care. I mean, okay, Peter, you're getting blocked, homie. You don't get to say this kind of dumb shit. So ban this some bitch right here. Later, homie. So, <clears throat> kids do commit every day, but it's a bigger deal when you, good comment, kids do commit every day from schools all over the place. I just know a little bit more about this than the average bear, and it, I think it's a bigger problem than, than people are trying to minimize, that's all. I think he's a really good player, so. Matt, if you get hired, <clears throat> you have to tone it down to the media, though. I don't have to do shit. And first of all, I won't do my media anymore if I get hired. And I'm not going to get hired, guys. Stop with all this pipe dream bullshit. It ain't happening. I'm not leaving my businesses, six-year equipment, six-year academy, the show, and everything else from a media perspective. I mean, they're going to have to, like, open up the coffers for me to leave. I'm not just going to go up there and donate my time. I don't work for the YMCA. So, like, that shit's not happening. I can consult and I can help from afar, 
but they have to, it has to be a two way street. That's all I'm saying. So like the fact that like <laughs> the fact that like all these people are upset again, I don't have a fucking clue who any of you are. I don't have a fucking clue who any of you are. You want to get pissed off about my opinion? Good, motherfucker. Get angry. I don't give a fuck. Get mad. Hit the like button and subscribe. Hate me all you want. Love me all you want, dog. It's all good. I'm still going to be here supporting. I was on the sideline last year when they were 1-11 and in the laughing stock of college football. I was there at the beginning of the year this year when everybody was on the bandwagon and blowing them. And I was there the other day at Arizona and supporting when they were losing and people are laughing at them. I have tried to present God knows how many players. There's a lot of guys there that I work with, a ton of coaches I really respect, and obviously I love the university with all my heart. I don't see any of y'all fucking people helping the way I help. I have every right to have an opinion. I get paid to give mine. You're just typing. So... To act like there's nothing to fix, maybe you're just too much of a fanboy. If you don't think there's anything to fix, you're the fucking problem. When I was at DNVR last week, and I was, or two weeks ago, and I was begging people before Washington State to make sure that everybody's like row is in the water, to make sure that everybody is moving in the same direction, that people aren't worried about spring or worried about Christmas break and Cancun trips. And the coaches aren't worried about their next jobs. And it looked to me on Friday night, regardless of how many people had the flu or not, that there were a couple of guys that are still invested. Travis Hunter looks like he's pretty fucking invested to me. All right. I can see the, the, the pain on Coach Prime's face. This is awful for him. Shador's out there playing hurt and got hurt. And I, I, I'm sure he's going to play against Utah. We need him. And there's blood in the water there. If you don't think you can beat Utah, then you probably shouldn't be in this chat. Again, you're fucking part of the problem. So this, this assumption that, like, there's nothing to fix is ridiculous. You know there is. The headman's told you countless times there is. And I believe that they will do everything humanly possible to fix it. There's going to be a lot of turnover. And with that comes change. And I understand that, like, they started 3-0 and and everybody that used to be a CU fan became one again. And now you think that you have this, like, this ability to go out and just talk shit. And that somehow is going to fix things. But it's not. It's not. There were a lot of guys the other night at Washington State that played their asses off. And there's a lot of guys the other night at Washington State that looked like they didn't want to be there. And I'm sorry, but that is the fucking truth. So the opinions of the fans are important. And, I, you know, good, bad, or indifferent, it's all just sports opinions. So, I mean, it's not really that fucking important. But it's pretty, you know, it, it does carry a lot of weight. So there's so many things that need to be fixed in Boulder from a roster perspective to support the number one fucking quarterback in next year's class, most likely, and probably the number one pick in Travis Hunter, who honestly might be the best athlete I've ever seen playing both ways the way he is. I mean, it's it's unbelievable what that young man is doing. So all I want is depth and competent scheme to support our quarterback and 
effort on defense chasing the football and a three technique that can rush the passer and i'd like for them to sing the fight song and take passion and pride in it and act like it's important and not just convince all these fucking idiots that it's not because they don't want to do it or they haven't figured it out yet or whatever reason they want to give i don't care I, I, again, the inability for y'all to understand that Coach Prime and I have a personal relationship that doesn't have anything to do with y'all. So, uh, in my opinion, true leaders can handle, like, the leadership position, which, to be honest with you, if people, like the soft-minded folks... If you're ever put into a leadership position, you're going to crumble. You'll crumble. Period. You'll the first time adversity hits, you'll quit, and you'll blame it on someone else, and everything will be someone else's fault instead of fixing the problem. Uh, there's no time for emotional bullshit right now. We have to fix problems. There's no time for feelings. This is football. We recruiting's around the corner. What we're, we need to evaluate everyone's feelings. Just because guys went to Boulder to coach, now they need comfort dogs like the rest of you fucking pussies? Oh, did I say something that offended you? Oh, my God. Oh, no. So, again, you know, it's... There's a lot of things that are great and a lot of things that need to be fixed. When they're sitting at 3-0, and did I think they would finish 4-8 and potentially? No. But you know what? The, a lot of that team's coming back next year, and a lot of it's going to get turned over. And I'm very eager to see how this works because, honestly, the transfer portal and high school football recruiting and everything being thrown into this and NIL money and the fact that, like, the fans have to put up the money in order for this to be successful – and the, the university is reaping the benefits of this so much, but somehow it's on the fans and local businesses and shit to put up NIL money to get players. But then you want my money, but my opinion doesn't count. As a fan, they want your money. Your opinion should count. You should have, I mean, if you're going to take my money, then I need to know how you're spending it and who you're investing it in and how you're investing it. If we're going to put up all this dough, to get NIL and get kids in the building, then okay, let's do it. I mean, there's a lot of money out here in hobby fucking town, Colorado. It's just one big fucking suburb from Fort Collins to Colorado Springs and a bunch of fucking uppity goddamn people who think that because their bank account's fat that their opinion should matter. You can't buy shit, dog. You got to earn the right to talk about it. Look, 130 eyes on. That's good right now. We love it. We're going to keep it going. Let's keep talking. Anybody else got any questions? There's a ton of fucking comments here. This is awesome. Let's see, what's this one? Nope. <clears throat> Matt, thoughts on Mike Munchak living in Denver and coaching CU's online? Look, uh, if Mike Munchak is the offensive line coach in Boulder, 
I would shit a brick. <laughs> oh my God, that would be fucking incredible. I mean, that's a great, that is an unbelievably good comment. Thank you, Travis. That kicks ass, bro. Yeah, Mike Munchak at CU's offensive line. Please, thank you. I mean, holy shit, man. Yeah, he that guy fixed Garrett Bowles. You understand how hard it is to do that? To fix him? Garrett Bowles? He fixed Garrett Bowles, dog. He can fix this shit quick. And that's the thing, like, the, the fact that everybody thinks this isn't fixable is ridiculous. I guarantee you Coach OB, is a he's a great coach. He knows how to fix this. It, at some point, players have to play. Like, Savion Washington's one of my guys. I was embarrassed to watch him the other night. That sucked. I know he's a better player than that. Everybody can pile on him, or we can try and fix the problem. I mean, goddamn, this is how I know most of you didn't play because you don't fucking know what it's like to lose. The O-line, D-line adage is very simple. And I play both ways, so what the fuck do I know? Let's say you play 100 snaps. That's a lot. But let's just, for the sake of argument, so you dummies don't have to do math, myself included, sorry. Well, I'm so sorry. Play 100 snaps. And for 98 of those snaps, the offensive lineman is kicking ass. But for two of those snaps, homeboy gives up two strip sacks, and one of them's returned for a touchdown, and we lose 17-13. Well, the offensive lineman graded out at 98%. He's the worst player on the field. Consequently, the defensive end, 100 snaps. He goes 98 snaps and doesn't do shit. He's getting reached. He's getting fucking seamed. He's not pass rushing, no pressures. But two plays, he wins. And one of them is a strip sack, and they pick it up and run it in for a touchdown, and they win 17-13. Well, homeboy just graded out 2%, and he's the best player on the field. That's what football is. It's the ability to lose and be embarrassed on national TV and have all these fucking idiots sitting around talking about how they would do a better job, how they could do a better job, how they could coach better, how they could. I love the media pundits that, like, I know didn't play that talk like they understand what they're looking at because their buddy played and like, he's telling them what to post or some shit. And like, I respect your opinion kind of, but at the same time, like if you want to talk scheme, you better fucking know what you're talking about, dog. That's why people don't like me because I put, when you start talking and you don't know what you're talking about, I don't even need to put you on blast. I just need to start talking. That's what having your master's degree in football means. Playing both ways in the national. I didn't learn offensive fucking scheme until I got into the NFL. I didn't have to learn some bullshit spread scheme, high school offense in college or make copies. They said, do you want a job or do you want to play defense? And I said, job. And they said, you're a guard center. And I said, cool. Now I now you know a snap count, Matt. Awesome. Awesome. How do I learn all this shit, coach? And the same cheat sheet that I give every single swinging dick that walks through these fucking doors at 6-0. That's the same exact cheat sheet that Bill Callahan gave me. Now, Bill Callahan was the coach of Nebraska in 04 when I was at CU. So should I have told Bill Callahan when he was my coach with the Jets to go fuck themselves? I'm a bust, so you can't coach me. Blah, blah, blah. You dumb motherfuckers. So, <clears throat> again, this assumption that we can't fix anything, 
or that like it's good enough just because like you can wear your CU hoodie now and people don't laugh at you. They high five you like, hey, Coach Prime, that that's kick ass. I'm with this. I love it. I got to hang out with fucking Wu Tang and Cameron and like fucking talk shit and it was dope. Kevin Garnett, like the, the king of talking shit. I got to go talk shit with him. I got to talk shit to Kevin Garnett about talking shit with Kevin Garnett, who taught me how to talk shit like Kevin Garnett. Figure that motherfucking shit out. I, I that shit wasn't happening last year. I was on the sideline last year, and people were asking me, literally asking me in the stands, why am I there supporting the way I do? So when it gets good. I can actually look myself in the mirror and not just be a jock writer. I have been consistently helping since day fucking one from Coach Embry to Coach Mack to Coach Tucker. Uh-huh. The shocker for some of y'all to Coach Tucker to Coach Durrell to Coach Prime. And I'll help the next staff that comes in. So, again, the... the the inability for people to separate the two is just amazing to me. So I'm just, I'm not going to keep repeating myself. So let's see, we got any other fucking good questions here? Or am I going to on Thanksgiving break? Thank God. But be honest, Matt, let's see, here we go. Here's a good one. Come on, motherfucker. Well, that's not the one I wanted. Yep. Here it is. Let's be honest, Matt. Why don't you think they at least tried to run the ball a little bit more with some scheme? I don't know. They did it at TCU. I, I'd imagine that Shador would be really good off play action with his back turned and in bootleg sprint out schemes. And I think that's what you'll see next year. They're going to have to do it just because it proves to the next level that he can do it, which obviously he can because he's a prototypical gunslinger with good feet. I know he's not fleet of foot by any means, but he can run, and he manipulates the pocket well. I know some people think that that's holding the ball, and yeah, he does hold the ball long, but he's also processing information really fast and trying to find the open receiver. I've seen him hold the ball for a really long time and shred people. So, you know, it, it goes both ways. You can't have both. Nobody is being sensitive. It was shocking to hear your take on JB's show. What's shocking about it? Please elaborate. What's so shocking about my take? Because I'm not just a blind fanboy. Because I understand the business of football. And because I disagree with some things every now and then. I mean, God fucking almighty, man. Where do all you dummies think I learned to be like this? Do you think Gary Barnett and Coach Wilson and Hankowitz and Coach Hagan and Coach Bianami and Coach Embry and Doc Crease and all these other fucking savages that raised an entire generation of men with their pensions? Do you think that maybe we all think the same? Maybe. I just have a voice and I'm not afraid to use it. So, I mean, give me a fucking break, dog. You actually think like you're you're shocked that I didn't try and talk a kid out of decommitting? What? What should I say? Oh, wait, tell and you should stay committed because I want you to, even though your dream school's Missouri. What? What? Are you listening to yourself? 
Man. I wonder where you live, Hobby Town. Give me a fucking break, dog. Jesus Christ. I think everybody should sit around and hold hands and sing Kumbaya and just, everyone should just, you know what? We should all just feel good and then things will be good. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, man. Come on, dude. Oh, dude. Everything is good, guys. It's all good. Look, nothing's going to change. Nothing that just opens up another spot for another kid. Tank like take Lincoln Fahapoli Jr. He's a great player down at Fountain Fort Carson. Great player. Huge. Can play guard or tackle. Take Jordan Ochoa, defensive end of Castleview, can really rush the passer. Got offered again yesterday. Was at Arizona State this weekend. I mean, again, it's not as if they can't a player can't be replaced. This happens all the time. Just it hurts when it's talent, because that kid has been beating the drum for CU since the day he committed. And then the business of football happened, and that's what it is. You know how terrible of a business of a businessman, coach, and mentor I would be if I took your fucking side on this, you dipshits. Give me a fucking break, dog. You obviously don't know shit about football or how this works or the leverage that people have or the business of it. Fanboys. Fucking idiots, dude. I'll tell you what. So, yeah. I, I, I don't, they're not, I get responses. Travis, good, good question. There's a lot of, I get a lot of communication with Coach Prime and Brewster and Guys like that, I don't get a lot of communication with the people who are scared shitless of me for some reason. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't. they don't really go after the Colorado kids very hard. They're not recruiting high school kids. They're going straight to the transfer portal. They're trying to go bag the top players in the portal so they can win next year. Everything is going to be about next year, guys. This isn't like... Uh, this isn't like a you know, a build for the future type thing. It's not like, it's another reason, like losing commits in high school, that sucks. Talent is, he's a special kid. I, that's a shitty, but I, I don't really care about the future. This is a one, it's a one year season for me next year. The future is one year. That's it. It's the first year in the big 12, Shador's last year. It's Hunter's last year. Build around those two, build around Shiloh. Those three go to the league next year. We, and then whatever happens after that happens. But you, I think that the schedule is much easier in the Big 12. I think that there's a lot of opportunity. I think that there's going to be, you know, they just happen to be in the Pac 12 this year where it's super deep and the best conference in college football with 
I don't know, 10 draftable quarterbacks or some crazy shit. So, you know, that, and they played a lot of one score games and arguably should be a bull team. So there's a lot to grow on as well, even though they're dead last in a lot of categories when it comes to stats, they still play hard and still give a shit and there's no quit. And then what happened on Friday night happened. So you can at least question it. Sometimes getting your ass kicked like that isn't necessarily a bad thing. So Again, like this, the inability for people to separate and then how short everyone's memory is on how bad it's been around here for so long. Come on, man. It's what it is. So, look, I'm going to shut up. I'm done talking about this shit. If you want to follow, awesome. If you don't, that's cool, too. I don't give a fuck. At Sixer Academy. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving used to be Colorado, Nebraska, and used to be that for for me. It, it's Colorado, Utah now. My man Eric Weddle, we're coming after your ass. I I hope we get a dub. But again, we, my son Nicholas, who's going to be a really good player, was out at Utah as a recruit earlier this year as a guest to Coach Willingham, Coach Harding, and that, that place is special. They ran Florida. I know they've had a couple of losses, but they are tough as fuck. And look. I've seen CU go there with Coach Embry and win. And, I, you know, that's the only time I've seen them go to Utah and win, and it was a long time ago. But, again, I've seen it, so I hope that they can get it done moving forward. Have a blessed Thanksgiving, okay? Everybody out there, even the people that don't like me, I'm thankful for you all, too. I'm thankful. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you. I appreciate you. To my co-host, Bree Mastis, you have no idea how much I appreciate you. Uh, and everything that you do to everybody at six zero Academy, six zero equipment. We sold a couple body bags yesterday uh, in, in Michigan. Some dude just bought like three of them. Shit's awesome. All right. You want to get yourself a body bag, six zero equipment.com. Donate one to your high school, you know, go beat the shit out of it. They're pretty awesome. We were using them all morning in here in the gym. They're great for double teaming and pass rushing and things of that nature. All right. I got to give one more shout out too. Okay. Well, two. Bam. Shirts. All right. Shirts and hoodies. It's Christmas time. Go get yourself some and support the Dungeon family and the Six Zero Army and become one of us. Uh, Google gobble one of us. Come come help out and, uh, and get yourself a couple shirts. Now, lastly, my man Mustafa Johnson. Anybody that's a Buff fan that's in this chat, you know who Mustafa Johnson is. That's a bad man. All right. We're number 34 at CU. Uh, you know, because of COVID and some things like left for the draft, came back, had to sit out, kind of had a, you know, very average senior year because of it and a lot of other reasons. But for, for a time, two years span at CU, one of the best three techniques I've ever seen play. My man Mustafa Johnson last or this last weekend won a great cup with the Montreal Alouettes. Uh, and I'm so pumped for him, bro. He getting off the fucking playing, holding up the great cup with no shirt on, just walling out. That's what it's all about. Cigar hanging out of his mouth, victory sig. Um, I'm pumped for you, Mustafa. You're the man. Uh, keep it up, brother. And I'm telling you, that guy is an NFL football player. He is going to play in this league for 10 years. All right? He is a bad motherfucker. I can't wait to get him back in the lab and get training uh, this offseason. Last year, we had a great offseason, and that shit paid off for my guy. Uh, you know, if we can just sprinkle a little bit of dash of madness in there with a bad motherfucker, that's all we really care about here at Six Zero. So the Dungeon family's deep. We're even in Canada. 
and then we're winning great cups. So Mustafa, a big shout out to you, my brother. I'm so proud of you. I can't wait to get that grind on when you get home. So remember, like and subscribe, pound the like button. I wish there was a hate button. Pound the fucking hate button. I don't care if you want to give me two thumbs down, bitch. Just vote, all right? Um, to all the haters, we love you. To all the supporters, we love you double. And uh, go bust, baby. Go get a dub at Utah and see if we can get into a bowl game five and seven with some positive, positive momentum going forward. And remember this. Don't you ever fucking question the heart and commitment of me to my university. Don't you ever fucking have the gall to come after me for who I support and love. No one fucking supports and loves that place more than I do. I fucking dare you. And again, I'm real fucking easy to find. I don't hide behind fake accounts. I say what I mean and I mean what I say. You got some shit to say to me. You going to question my motherfucking loyalty to my university. You want to question how much I want to help Coach Prime turn this into a national championship winner. You want to sit here and fucking debate my love and passion for that place. You better come do it to my face. I don't have time and my fingers are too fat to sit here and fucking squabble with you idiots on social media. I'll just block you the way I block your ass up on the field and run by your ass if we were playing fanboy. So, enjoy your Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble, turkey. Go Buffs.